0: Hello listeners and welcome to another episode of the Vibe Baby Podcast. It's your host Miss Five, with the vibes and ready to share the goddamn vibes. Now, I don't know it's been a half minute before I talk to you guys, but here I am. I'm here. I'm with you. And I have a very interesting episode for you today. Let me just say today's episode is going to be one of the most interesting episodes I have ever done and the most unplanned so today I decided to share something about attachment styles. Uh, Recently in a talking stage somebody kept telling me that oh I'm avoidant or I'm closed off or I don't like being vulnerable and it made me thinking. Can I know my attachment style? Like, may I know why my behaviors and relationships are the way they are? So today we're going to take an attachment test with you guys. So as we go on throughout the episode, I'm just gonna read some questions and answer them according to me. You can also answer them according to yourself or you can just go on the attachment project on google and get the exact same questions so without further ado and with a lot of amusement from you guys because i have not really posted in a while but yeah these are the attachment style questions so the first question is how do you perceive the following conditions How do you perceive the following conditions were met by your mother or caregiver in early childhood? I really don't know why childhood (laughs) is the basis of almost all relationships. But you know, let's see, let's see. So the first one was emotionally in tune with how I was feeling. I could read my emotions and respond in a way that made me feel like they understood how I felt. Um... So there's a scale of one to seven, one being very rare and seven being very frequently. So it's either my caregiver made me feel, wait a minute, was emotional, was emotionally in tune with how I was feeling. I could read my emotions and respond in a way that maybe feel like they understood how I felt. Uh, I'll give this like a one. I'm very sorry but my parents never really (laughs) understood me like that. I never used to talk when I was a kid. I was afraid if I talk then you know whatever I said was wrong. So the only time I could prove myself right was my education. That was the only thing. So the second category is basic needs. Provided me with sufficient food and housing and medical care when needed. This, this is true. I'm going to give it like a five out of six because at one point when I got a little bit older in high school, my my parents made me go <laughs> to the hospital saying I'm a big girl and I was so scared of injections and I thought she could be, she could have been more empathetic to that, but yeah I'll give that a five out of seven. Protection, three is protection, kept me safe from danger and threats, I felt safe when I was with them now this can be 50 50 because sometimes i really didn't feel safe because i was being physically abused and that was normal for me if you did anything wrong you get the cane you get the cane so it's a four it's in the middle i felt well protected but i also felt violated you know what i'm saying number four material things it gave me things that i wanted to have like toys, bicycles, that clothes and computer. This is also like in the middle because they did but it was only conditional like if you passed your exams that's when you get something. If maybe your parents want to apologize, they won't say it, they'll just give you something. So yeah I got it but yeah it was also conditional so it's 50-50. Number 5 present were physically around when I was growing up. My mom was around a lot, but my dad wasn't. So for my mom, I'm going to give it a 5 out of 7. Support for activities, this one is extremely no. (laughs) me to activities like music lessons, sports, team camp, or visit my friends, no. This is very rare for me. I could even see it with my older sisters. They wanted to pursue their hobbies, but they couldn't because my parents thought, is key, and I'm not surprised. <laughs> Number seven encouragement, encourage exploration and discovery, and help me find and express my natural interests and talents. Now, three out of seven for that one. Eight soothing and reassurance, calm that soothed me effectively when I became distressed, upset, or vulnerable. and No. Three out of seven, I just dealt with it. I just fixed myself. That's why I am always so keen on not disturbing people when I feel uncomfortable because now, like, it's not the obligation to fix however I am feeling you get. Number nine, expressed delight. Took genuine interest in me and expressed delight in who I was, felt special and valued around them. this 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 is a hard one because at some point I really didn't feel like I was loved (laughs) and I know I know I know parents do say oh we love you all the same but do you though do you though so that's a 50-50 for me so far I don't know these responses or rather these questions are so deep and if you're following thank you very much for following these questions the next one how do you perceive the following conditions were met by your father so it's the same questions for my father so i'm just going to put everything one because my dad was normally never there once he was like sorted out for financial reasons paying our school fees, paying our food. He thought that that was him being the best dad in the whole world. And I do understand. I do understand because like when parents or other male parents provide for us, they, they think like that's enough, but it's not enough. Like you can buy me the nicest things. You can give me all the money in the world. But if you are physically and emotionally not there, financially it's not going to compensate to what it felt like to having a dad. So yeah. Questions about how my relationship with my mom is. So number one, I don't feel comfortable opening up to this person. I strongly agree. I find it easy to defend to depend on this Person neutral because she actually helps me. I usually discuss my problems and concerns with this person. Not usually, I prefer not to show this person how I feel deep down. I strongly agree. Keep it in your head, you know, it helps to turn to this person in terms of need neutral. I talk things over with this person, strongly disagree, I worry that this person won't care about me as much as I cared for them, strongly disagree, I know my mom loves me, I often worry that this person doesn't really care for me, strongly disagree, I know she does, now I know, but when I was a kid I never used to understand that, so I'm afraid that this person may abandon me, strongly disagree, my mom will never leave me. Oh, but my dad that's another case altogether so when it comes to my dad i don't feel comfortable opening up to him i don't go to him when i have problems i don't talk things with him i find it very easy to depend on him financially mostly but not emotionally uh, when it comes to my dad I do worry sometimes that he's not gonna care for me, I often question if he loves me, it it helps to turn to him sometimes, I'm afraid that this person may abandon me because my dad has a new family and one day I won't be (laughs) his priority anymore and yeah. When it comes to my dad, I prefer not to show this person how I feel deep down because they really don't care. They really don't care. So question is about my romantic partner. I prefer not to show this person how I feel deep down. Strongly agree. I find it easy to depend on this person, neutral or mixed. I don't feel comfortable looping up to this person. I strongly agree. I usually discuss my problems and concerns with this person. That's 50-50. I'm always afraid that my partner is going to leave me. I don't talk things over. <laughs> don't like talking things over. I worry that this person won't care about me. Yes, I strongly agree. It helps to turn to this person in times of need. I don't know. I've never had a partner like that. I often worry that this person really doesn't care for me. I strongly agree with the fuck. <laughs> mm, so you can get these questions on the attachment project. So uh, I find it easy to depend on others. Not all everyone. I don't like depending on people because I think I'm gonna be perceived as a leech. So I try to fix things myself before asking for help from anyone. It helps to turn to people in terms of need. Uh, Not really, because I depend on myself most of the time. But I do like when people depend on me and be like, "Oh yeah, Masi, I need you for this. If I am capable of helping you, I am going to help you. If I'm not, then too bad. I often worry that people do not really care for me. I strongly agree. I talk things over with people, not everyone. I prefer not to show how I feel deep down to people, yes. I'm afraid that people may abandon me, yes. I don't feel comfortable opening up to others. I usually discuss my problems and concerns with others. I strongly disagree. I worry that others don't care about me as much as I care for them. I strongly agree on that one. So yeah your attachment style (laughs) is disorganized and a fearful avoidance well that's that and tune in to the next episode to know what a disorganized fearful avoidant attachment style is but for today we have diagnosed my uh, attachment style I do hope these questions kind of put everything into perspective. And if you want these questions, you can go on Google to the attachment project and get your own questions, you know, in it. Until next week, this was me, Miss Bye Baby, with the vibes. For the vibes already, for the vibes. So, bye bye.